This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Well, we made it, kids. It's Friday. It's Lori and Julia here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, also on the MyTalk app. Yes, it is August 7th, unlike yesterday when we thought it was the 7th and Lori was trying to right. control the space time continuum like Chris Jenner. No, sorry, Lori, you cannot do that. Lori is here. Julia's out today. And we have a very special guest in the house. Brittany, bitch. Yeah! <laughs> you guys know how to make a girl feel special. Give me more! Mm, 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 it's Brittany. Mm. What? Oh. Best oh. Britney album, man, right hey, there. Oh, it is. Brittany, we've never done the show together. No, I'm kind of... Um, I t- I t- told my husband about a hundred times a day I'm nervous and excited because I, I put you on high regard Oh, because geez. you're the one of the biggest Real Housewives fans and so am I. We actually had an argument on the phone recently about Yes, wh- we did. And I was like, after I hung up I was like, that was my favorite phone call of 2020. <laughs> I mean, it's a low bar. But, right, right. But I was so like, oh, finally. Well, Julia was very excited that um, you were doing the show with me because we hadn't done it, haven't been able to do it and you've done the show several Several times yes. with Julia, and she's like, "She's just a giddy bubble. You're just gonna love her. She's so much fun." I'm like, "Okay, yay!" I mean, I, she's she's like too nice. Where I'm like, every time I'm hanging out with her, I'm like, "Am I this cool?" And well, I'm not. That's true. I, I I'm glad that you're here. Me Thank too. you for for being here. Julia is off today. We've got and we're having a shower. For a niece who postponed her wedding. Ooh. So we're still having the bridal shower. Yeah. And um, she's like, I am going to need a day off to do preparation. I'm like, whatever. What are these preparations? Oh, she's who doing? the hell knows? It's like cutting watermelon squares? Or no, like- no. I'll tell you one thing she was going to do that I talked her out of. Because what? this was oh, last weekend. Hear. This was last weekend. She's like, I, you know, because she goes, this is going to be classy. I'm like, of course it's going to be classy. You and I are hosting yeah. it. No expenses will be spared. Yes. Will be lovely. Blah blah blah. She goes, but I, I really want to make ice cubes with pansies frozen inside. Oh, Julia! And I, <laughs> uh, I go. Do you know how much work that is? And I'm telling you right now, I don't want to be involved yeah. in this. And first of all, where are you going to find pansies? Pansy season layers, is over. Layers. There's layers of why. And then it's going to be hot. Yeah. And we're outside. I'll be it under a tent. But uh, how we're just going to have a bunch of melting pansies and water and, and no. No one will really care about the fans. I'll be more like, why is there garbage in my drink as it's floating around? Are you trying to fish it out with your finger? Totally. What is this? Oh, my gosh. Okay, just a couple things. All right, so Brittany solved the riddle from yesterday, Holly, right away. What goes up and never goes down. Congratulations. Thank you. Your age. Yes. Here's another riddle. Okay. It's really a riddle that I just made up. Ooh, I like. Only because it's two, two facts that are joined together. What does Cher and the band The Go-Go's have in common? 
Holly? I'm thinking their lips are both sealed. Uh, no. no, no. I mean, think really what is a fact that links the Go-Go's and share? Water skiing? <laughs> good, Brittany. A, a fact? Mm-hmm. That's a big clue for you. I don't know, Lori. I am okay. bad at riddles. I know oh. you are, but you're good at facts. Here is the fact that uh, uh, Cher and the Go-Go's have in common. They are. They both have been wrongfully denied being nominated and accepted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh. Cher has famously said she doesn't need a bleepin' hall to rock. She yeah. doesn't give, but it is kind of shocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Given how, what an iconic career she's had. And the Go-Go's, because I just watched the Go-Go's documentary on Showtime. <laughs> I was going to say, out of all the ones you could pick. I know, but at the end of the documentary, they have, a, do you call it a Chiron? When they put up the ty- the you know words on the screen. Like the credit? Mm-hmm. Well, they just have a, like a thing, and it just said... Um, the Go-Go's made history in 1982, becoming the first all-female band who wrote their own songs, played their own instruments, reached number one on the Billboard charts, and no one has done it since. No other all-female group. I mean, so that yeah. that's sad, too, in its own way. But And then at the end of it, Chris Cornell, who used to maybe write for Rolling Stone magazine, he's like, he goes, and yet, there they are, not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So just kind of a, I have heard that Hall of Fames though, it's just a lot of politics. It, it's Jan Wenner who yeah. owned Rolling Stone magazine and used to own Us Weekly. And yeah. yes, he's apparently a prickly guy. Yeah. And it's a small whatever. I think John Bream has explained it to us. Yeah. I like Cher's attitude. Me too. Yeah. Uh, I don't need no bleeping. Yeah, and that's Cher. She's above it. But it is just another way of just it's so sexist. Yeah, and it, I think it also takes any credit away from the Hall of Fame. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Holly, did anyone call to want to add to the riddle or dispute? No, no dispute. (laughs) Disputing the riddle. No, nothing. Although I don't know if I would necessarily call that a riddle. No, I, it isn't. <laughs> it wasn't. It was, just, it was a myth. Oh I threw you off the track. <laughs> I'm a riddle. I, you know, I was playing with you. I was messing with your mind. The riddle in and of itself was a riddle. Right. <laughs> Wrapped in an enigma called 2020. Thank you. <laughs> Bring it all home. Okay. Now, just something fun that uh, that it's, was trending uh, on Twitter. I think it actually started last night. And it's um, it's these, uh, and I know there's been, there's other uh, YouTube channels that do it. There's this gal who, it's called India Reacts, but it's called Twins, the New Tr- trend and it's these teenagers mm-hmm. who sit in their chair watching and what you do is you listen to them or you watch them as they listen to a 70s or 80s song oh goodness. they've never heard of and it is holly posted a link to, uh yesterday's was phil collins in the air tonight, you yes. know how that goes. It's so do, 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 do. that yeah. that sound, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the reverb on it, and then the drum. They're just like yeah. going like that. And then I watch some. They watch. I watch these. Now I would say these guys. They might be you know sixteen, seventeen. They were watching and they watched the video of the song. If possible, we've only just begun by the Carpenters. They loved it. Did they love it? They love Little Red Corvette. It's just kind of if you need a YouTube. 
a tunnel to fall into, I recommend Twins, the new trend. Don't you find yourself doing that with teenagers anyways? Because I, I just had a, I had to break down who was Britney Spears and who was Christina Aguilera to the 13-year-old girl I nanny. And I was like, why? I, it's so important to me that you know that they, at one point, they existed and everyone had to decide which one you liked better. Right. Even though they weren't feuding. And I like was so close to the, even telling her the Madonna kiss. And I was like, I'll wait a couple years yeah, on that. for that. Yeah. But I was like, I was so, impo- it was like hurt my heart. Yeah. That like she did not know this. Yeah. It, but it's just so like, cause I guess you do re- you forget that like, okay, a teenager may not if they, they don't have somebody playing it around them. Yeah. So I don't know who's picking the songs. Yeah. They did American Pie. Oh, that's fine. Vincent. They're like, oh, that's sad, man. <laughs> But hearing it for the first time, it's just, it's really, it's, it's really hilarious. It's almost a public service announcement at this point. Kind of. It kind of is. And I thought, hey, they ought to get some like, um, what, I don't know what happened. Remember the three golden, the three ladies, this would have been like five years ago. They were the three older ladies and they shot to fame when one of their, somebody taped them as they watched the Kim and Ray J sex tape. Oh my God. And all the comments, it was like three little old ladies <laughs> from Sacramento and they had a, uh, they had a little show and I don't know. I mean, they might've been in their eighties, even then, but I thought that would be kind of a fun thing to do with somebody older yeah, and have them listen to new stuff or whatever, something and just get well, their reaction. A lot of people too, that listen to Beyonce that are young had no idea she's in, was in Destiny's, Destiny's Child, Child or that Eminem had songs about um, killing his ex-wife. Like, there's all these things that, like, they listen to people who in their music now that have no idea right. 10 years ago, like, yeah, what they were so doing. True. Anyway, so that's posted if you want to take Very a look cute. at it. Uh, Holly, did you figure out the name of those ladies? Yeah, they go by Three Golden Sisters. Three Golden I knew it was something you were close. like that. I was very you close. You were very okay. close. All right, I'll listen. give you credit. When we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on this Friday. Would you get? I guess "Blinding Lights" is definitely one of the songs we'll remember from summer of 2020. Absolutely, and it was a big TikTok challenge, and yeah, yeah. that's a, it's a fun song. It was a much needed song. It was. Oh my gosh, Holly, I saw um, before we get to our Prince uh, Harry story. So Matthew McConaughey was on with uh, Seth. Myers, I think it was Seth Myers last night. All right, he, all Seth right, Myers, all right. I know Seth looks so good with his long hair, and so does Jimmy Fallon. Really, they both have longish. They don't have their suit hair anymore, and they are looking like snacks and a half. I'm, I'm here for you. all the long hair, on gentlemen. It's looking nice. I like it, and also another trend I would like to report is that uh, guys are wearing. Shorter shorts. Yeah, the, the shorts. It's come up. It's not the long. Did it look so uncomfortable when it was that long? No, they look like shambling. I know they looked so uncomfortable. It looked like they were carrying around like just thick pants things. Like yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I, I I'm, yeah. I'm. I was real happy to see that because I'm here for the thigh. Same. I saw like a 32 year old guy like in a nice. Short, above, uh, well above the knee. Yeah, I like that. And he had good shoes and a shirt. And mm. the only thing would get better if we see Chris Pine, Holly, <gasps> uh, in shorts today. And thank oh. you for posting that picture of him yesterday and tweeting it. You're welcome. That was really fun. Also, um, okay, so Prince Harry, um, he has written an essay for uh, for this um, magazine called Fast Company. 
And what he's talking about, I mean, in 2014, both Harry and William were keen Mm -hmm. to be British (laughs) um, to take up the cause of anti-cyberbullying on social media platforms. But it didn't really, it didn't like go anywhere and not much has been happening. And, um, And so in June of this year, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex began supporting and it was right. It was right after George Floyd is when they started supporting. It's called um, the Stop Hate for Profit campaign, and it was that was started by Color of Change and supported by many groups like the NAACP. But the point of the campaign, Stop the Hate for Profit, was to get specifically Facebook and other s- social media, but first Facebook to radically change the way they do business particularly when it comes to hate speech, doctored videos, Mm -hmm. racist uh, propaganda, and the Stop Hate got several companies to pull their advertising. And it might have, it was like coalescing because, um, you know, the fact is, is that because they sell the information, they're data mining everything, they're spying and basically, you know, because yeah. they have all, all this access and then they're going to throw up their hands and say they can't do anything about the racist, not Nazi stuff, yeah. the white supremacists, the doctored deep fake videos yes. that are out there. Um, they can because they know exactly everything that's going on on every account. You don't get best of both worlds. You don't get all access and unaccountability. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. And that's basically uh, Prince Harry. He wrote an essay about how dangerously, and this is so British, unwell social media companies are with how they operate with having, like you said, having all this information Selling it, making it seem like fun, but then having no responsibility when it comes to obvious stuff. So this is Joe Fryer from the Today Show reporting. Prince Harry lashing out against social media, criticizing online platforms. In a new online essay for Fast Company, the prince writes, The digital landscape is unwell, describing the crisis of hate, a crisis of health, and a crisis of truth. Many of us love and enjoy social media, Harry says, but warns the cost is high. Every time you... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Click, they learn more about you, adding, in this ever-changing digital world, we are the product. Harry says he and wife Meghan Markle are calling on business leaders. 
urging them to leverage their advertising power and demand change. We have to remodel the architecture of our online community in a way defined more by compassion than hate, by truth instead of misinformation, Harry says. Just last month, the Stop Hate for Profit movement enlisted hundreds of companies to pause their advertising on Facebook during the month of July, hoping to send a message. Megan, who has been a target across social media, recently spoke about digital danger at the Girl Up Leadership Summit. Your generation is often referred to as the digital natives. And you understand that our online world has the power to affirm and support as much as it does to harm. I love that digital natives, but and that we are the product. But I mean, it has the Facebook stuff has contributed to hate, a health crisis because people get so worked up about stuff, Absolutely. and a crisis of truth. And I mean, Harry is speaking truth to power there. And if you read the whole essay, I mean, it's it's he really believes he even likens in the essay what's happening on social media who in the 70s when they decided to do a study on lead and children. Wow. And what that was doing because he's making the point like for kids that are right now, like think about you, all of us, we, none of us had to grow up. We were not indigenous so, so natives. Thankful. And right? so thankful for that. Right. Can you imagine? No, I can't. I mean, the mistakes I would have made that are permanently out there is one thing yes. because I for sure would have showed body parts uh-huh. for sure. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I think a big thing is that, you don't know about as much about the parties you're missing out when or don't feel as left out. And I can't imagine living in a world where you're always feeling like you're less than at that age. I mean, you already do. Right. And then to see it, I just can't even imagine. Like, So he's, yeah, it's really, you know, he, he really, when you read the whole thing, he's he's just like, there. There's too much being done in in the name of injustice and yeah. fear-mongering without you guys doing anything, and you have change it you have the keys so here's a question though because facebook is not that popular among the younger generation right so what is i mean the equivalent that we should be worrying about is it snapchat is it tiktok is it and are those as um violating are those yes that's the valuable information is when you click agree to no but i mean are those as um damaging to to kids, is, is Snapchat as damaging as Facebook? Are they all the same in in some aspects? I guess I guess I don't know that. Yeah. I don't know that, but you could certainly use uh, any of those to like you know make up stuff about people or whatever. Absolutely. And if they're not you know stopping, I, I guess I don't know. But yeah, you're right. I know yeah. a lot of younger people don't use Facebook. That's for like for the the grandparents now. <laughs> Well, at this point, you could look at it as a public health issue. Yeah, yeah that's you know? what Harry you know? basically I like, is saying. I like that point. Yeah. That's what he is saying because he, his point is that's what's divided so many people because of the misinformation. All right. Thank you, Prince Harry. Oh, I, I'm Prince. Talking to the uh, There's a little Alicia Keys. You know what? She is doing a, um, a brand ambassador partnership with one of my favorite cosmetics and I think a lot of other ladies too, Elf. 
Oh, yeah, love. Love Elf. the Elf Cosmetics. It's, yeah, Alicia Keys doing a little brand. She's doing a brand partnership it's with one them. Of, yeah, it's one of those ones you don't feel guilty about buying. It's the only pr- where you're like, you're right. I don't need to spend, you know, $100 on eyeshadow. Like, right. And yeah. the product is really it's great. great. It's great. I love Elf. I yeah. love Elf, too. So I was excited for Alicia Keys. Yes. Uh, getting a, Doing that. Okay, so Deadline. Oh, they're so good and snarky sometimes. Um, <laughs> it's a... Hollywood, would you call it a trade? Yeah, it's a trade. Trade publication. Mm-hmm. So they they said, well, we're confirming what we told you back in mid-July, one of the worst kept secrets in Hollywood. And then I was expecting like something about Ellen, but no, it said Dirty Dancing, the sequel, or Dirty Dancing with Jennifer Grey yeah. in it and producing it is happening. So I guess it's baby... Baby, baby at sexty. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so like it's happening. And, they, like happening. They're filming it now. Well, they haven't started filming it, but it is going to be the guy who directed a movie called Warm Bodies mm-hmm. is on a line to do it. The screenplay is by two writers who did Five Feet Apart, which was my Cole Sprouse. I think was in that. This is about the. You know, kind of a true story. Teenager, somebody's dying. Mm-hmm. You know, something that would have been on Lifetime yeah, or yeah, ABC yeah. After School yeah. Family. Uh, so five feet apart in the co- the curse of La La Rona. They're doing the script. And just to remind people, Dirty Dancing, if you've never watched it, I mean, put that on your pandemic yeah, playlist. To do. It is a classic. It came out in 1987. It grossed $218 million and it cost $5 million to make so it was a huge box office hit it won an oscar and a golden globe for the song i've had the time of my life it's so good so good it's so good and at the golden globes you know patrick swayze and jennifer gray were nominated the movie that's such a you know uh golden globes but anyway so that is happening and jennifer gray is in it so this is not a remake it's we're going to catch up with Baby down the road. Okay. Like, nope. how far down the road do you think? Well, Jennifer Gray is like 58 or 59. Okay, yeah. So, so Baby at Sexty is not that far <laughs> off. Well, let's see. Okay, so for doing the math, yeah. the movie took place in the early 60s. Mm-hmm. And so what? how old was she supposed to be, Baby? She was in supposed movie? to be like 18. Yeah, I was 18. Teenager. Okay, add 40 years to the 1960s. So something in the early 2000s, 2000s. maybe. Yeah. And maybe they'll even, you know, make her age be different. I don't know. But will Patrick Swayze, Johnny, yeah, yeah, will his character, will he have died? And she's reflecting and they just do flashbacks with like cutouts from the old dirty oh, dancing no. thing. And then her new, li- I don't know. It could go in any number of directions. Oh my God. I think yeah. we're not going to get CGI Patrick Swayze. No, but I'm saying they could use, cut- <laughs> they could use throwaway <laughs> stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. from dirty dancing, totally. the original movie. Like she's sitting there like, I remember when I had the time of my life. Like, cut right. to the old cut scene to that, with and his then, hips moving. Right. I don't know. Oh. So I'll tell you what, that was one of the first movies I watched where I was like, yeah. Oh, it was the first movie that gave you the tingles. The tingles. I wanted to say that so bad. And it was like when they would, yeah, he would move his hips. I was like, what is that? 
what is happening to me? I know it. That movie does put you in the mood to feel sexy. It's a sexy movie. The sex is all around that movie. But watch it. Don't bring those moves to the bedroom. You'll, I mean, if, unless you warn your, because I feel like if I try to just start moving my hips, my husband will be like, what is wrong with you? Should we get you you checked out? And then you gotta go, I gotta, I gotta crink. (laughs) Sorry. Try and disguise it. Never mind my thigh high stocking. They're out of a spasm. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So anyway, so we've got that. And I was, I guess I didn't realize that was like some did we know this was coming i think there's been a little buzz about it but you know to your point Lori, you talked about the fact that the movie cost eight million dollars and it made 200 something million dollars that is a formula that hollywood loves yes low budget high gross baby let's do it yeah let's do it okay here is a story so we found out uh last week that our darling Activist, ham face actor Sean Penn had mm. gotten married yes. and got married to Layla George, who, mm-hmm. if you watch TNT's Animal Kingdom, she plays the young Alan Barkin character Smurf. Mm-hmm. She's uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's daughter and Greta Scacchi, who's an actress who is married to her first cousin. I kid you not, for 20 years. So we decided, Brittany, that. Uh, Layla's mom didn't give her any crap about marrying a man 28 years older because yeah. she's married to her first cousin. You don't really have too many legs to stand on no, when, yeah, yeah, not yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess here's the story, Holly. And I bring this story up because Charlize Theron is 45 today. Happy birthday, Charlize. Has anyone seen Old Guard, Mm-mm. her Netflix movie? It's on the list. It's on the list. It's got good reviews. Yeah. She's like become... She's like a action figure. Yeah. I mean, an action star. star. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she's so good. I love her. Anyway, um, so uh, Sean Penn, the story is that he, they broke up at some point because they've dated for years. At some point, she dumped his old ham ass mm-hmm. and he had to work to get her back. Good. And one of the things, though, that I remembered and then I went digging Mm-hmm. into Sean Penn archives is about five or six years ago, Sean Penn was really on a thing. And this was after Charlie's had, I think dumped him. Yeah. He said that no one had ever loved him. It was in relationship to his divorce with Robin Wright. Yeah. And after, and like, just pity party. That no one had ever loved mm. him in all of his, you know, 57 years yeah. and that blah, blah, blah. And he talked about his, you know, I, I just didn't like how he talked about any of it. I always think you should pay attention to how a guy talks about his exes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And honestly, go either way. If you have extreme negatives or extreme positives, anyone who's not neutral when they're talking about their ex, run. 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 They're not over them. So anyway, I just have this to say. Layla is now legally tied to a 60-year-old who might talk smack about her when their relationship might might come to an end. I don't want to wish them anything, but I just, I think that he... I think he was a, you know, you don't a think he's head. stable right now. You No, I think he is very stable, okay. but I think he is a I think he's a difficult guy. Yes, absolutely. And sometimes I mean, you like a challenge and it's kind of fun and I bet he's great in bed and he really is cuter than a ham face. It's just <laughs> photography wise. Well, this could just be her first husband. It is going to be her first husband, I yeah. feel. For sure it will and, because he's 28 years older. Yeah, so I mean this is one of those things where you could take on a challenge in your first yeah. husband. 
I'm yeah. not saying that that's what I've done with my first husband, no. but who, who no. knows? No, and I have I have uh, just some sympathy for totally. you know his kids because yeah. the daughter is a year younger than her stepmom. Yeah, mommy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know they could also be good buds. She's cute. True. Layla is gorgeous. Cute. She's she's, got, oh yeah, she's cute. That show Animal Kingdom is so good, you guys. If I don't know how you watch Animal Kingdom, if TNT TBS has a partnership with one of the streaming, but it's been on four or five seasons. I'm good. Okay. It's basically Sons of Anarchy at the Beach, and okay. Alan Barkin is also um, it, or, or the Soprano. She's Tony Soprano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alan Barkin Smurf. She runs the crime syndicate. Okay, which her boys make up, and yeah. it's in SoCal. It looks like you can watch season one on Amazon Prime. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, seasons one through four on Amazon Prime. Okay. I mean, Kingdom. it's just, if you Good like, know. you know, violent, yep. <laughs> Brittany, I like the violent, the sexy, the dark, the family stuff. Anyway, it's really good. And she, she doesn't show up, I think, the young Smurf until like maybe just the fourth season. So she's just been on. Um, by the way, I got an, uh, read a couple of reviews. You know, the Johnny Depp, Robert Pattinson movie yeah. called Waiting for the Barbarians yeah. is out today. And what are the reviews on saying? Um, well, here's how Uh-oh. the New York Post starts out. There are a handful of novels said to be fundamentally unfilmable. A Confederacy of Dunces, Lolita, yeah. Dune. Many of them have been made into movies anyway. I'd nominate Waiting for the Barbarians for that oh. list after seeing the movie because it's based on a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Robert Pattinson, Johnny Depper, I guess, are good as awful people. Okay. But they're maybe they're saying it was almost unfilmable as a... As basically. A, yeah. Basically. That does not bode well for... Here, here's film. here's what it's about. Okay. It's It's set in a fictional desert town in an undefined but clearly older era. It's like windswept village and there's barbarians planning a war on the empire. I mean... If it doesn't, if this so far, if this doesn't have zombies, I'm not in on this. <laughs> oh, guess who else is in it? Who? Greta Scotchy. Get out. She's in it. Let's come full circle. Here. Let's come full circle. <laughs> anyway, it's, oh, it, it, they said Johnny Depp is really good and scary in it. Okay. And it's kind of a sadistic, it sounds to me like a guy movie that's very violent in yes. just one way. I mean, that's hard, too, because a lot of that stuff is based on really good imagery, and you just can't translate that to a show. like Misery porn. Totally. That's the word I was Misery looking for. Misery porn. That's the word I was like, looking for. Almost like Mad Max, but done badly. Right. Yeah. So, anyway, if anyone wants to watch that to see Robert Pattinson and Johnny Depp, but this was going to be in the theaters. But they probably knew it wasn't going to make a lot of money, so they might as well drop it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Oh God! Here's this. Here's the dirty story of the day coming out of the oh. Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell files. Yes, Ghislaine Maxwell. She would never let any of the women. She always let everybody know that she gave George Clooney a BJ in a bathroom at a party. I mean, at that- and she couldn't stop. She brought it up for years, and I, I thought, well, why wouldn't you? I was just gonna say that, Lori. I was gonna say, you know what? If I did that and I walked in today, I would lead with that. Yeah, for the rest of my life. For the rest of your life. So there you go. So I ain't mad at that. I mean, I there's a lot of things that are. She's yeah. the worst. 
And like, we know George was a playboy, and he's so happily married now. And he and uh, Amal yeah. gave a big uh, donation because she's Lebanese mm-hmm. for the city of De- Beirut because they're so devastated. That's so. Yeah, I don't think George cares. No, and I think uh, I was like, okay, there you go. Yeah, it's her talking point. <laughs> it's her talking point. She's probably telling all the ladies in jail that story, or already has. Maybe even making them pay money so she got stuff to buy at the commissary. Right. <laughs> all right. Listen, when we come back. Uh, we do have to talk about Real Housewives of New York. Ah, yes. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, Brittany is filling in for Julia today. Holly is here. We're happy. It's Friday. I don't want to be bitter Betty the breakup biatch, but I got to just say that that when this breakup came across my Twitter last night, uh, color me not surprised because Bachelorette Becca from Minnesota and that goofy guy she got engaged to garrett yes have broken up the engagement is off (gasps) not surprised Eh, shocking not surprised i'm surprised it lasted two years but i'll remind everybody that lust hot horny that lust when you're together Mm. the most it can physically it's the that it lasts yeah. and study is between 15 to 24 months. And that's, a, that's a, two years. Two years. I mean, that's- but that's why a lot of breakups happen at that two year mark. Yeah. And that's why sometimes when you get married in a fever, as the old song says, yeah. it is, you know, so lust driven. And so I think the lust was running out and then, she, you know, I think, I think they. I think she realized that hey, this guy is not my guy. I don't like how he thinks or whatever she thought yeah. about it. But I hundred percent believe she dumped him. Well, there's something about too the excitement you'd have in the runway of fun you'd have with just taking the tail under the show and you know yes. yeah things like Very that. Exciting, super exciting. But then there's always going to be a time where you are alone with that person. You are and traveling she moved to the- Carlsbad, California. You guys. Uh, I, I mean, no disrespect to Carlsbad, but I've been through there. That doesn't, that's not glamorous. That, no, it would be a hard place if you've grown up in Minnesota to go to deserty old Carlsbad. 
Sounds right, terrible. Because it's not Los Angeles and it's not San Diego, no. but it's and it's not even Orange County, no. but it's like right in the middle. No, <laughs> no, no. So I think he lived there. So they broke up. All right. So let's talk about the drunken housewives of oh New York my City. God. Have we had a drunker season? I don't think. Well, we definitely haven't had a drunker one where everyone's accused of being an alcoholic. Yeah. Like that's what's I'm I'm bummed out about. I love the hot mess. I'll take it. Yeah. But it's like, why does it every time that somebody gets too drunk, everyone has to point fingers? It like slows down the fun. Yes, it does. And but I think, um, uh, well, here's my hot take. All on right. It. Tell me. Sonia, even though it's been sometimes painful to watch her. Yeah. She's so flippin' funny. But so funny. she's been so messy. So messy. It's Absolutely. been kind of painful. But then you see her on her confessionals and she looks like a million bucks. So she's she seems like she got maybe she saw herself and she got her act together. I think right at while they're filming this, she was going through a lot of financial hardships. It, well, we saw that on the show. I felt for her. I know. And so I think it was I think she's the type that when she's stressed, she loses it. And yeah. she has been, you know, it's been time after time and she's just a liquid hot mess. Um, and Ramona doesn't do any good for her by slapping on some makeup on her and dragging her out like, you know, weekend at Bernie's. Let the lady go sleep. I want Ramona and her big boobs to go floating off in her pool in the Hamptons and not be on the show anymore. Literally hate her. Like, I I don't... I can't stand her. She's an awful person. There's no redeeming quality there. Also, like she is makes the show boring. Yes. Oh, and I like I I would almost like it if she was she just she'll go on a ledge and say something and then she'll take it back. And it's just like the Ramona apology tour every season. Leah trolling her at the restaurant last night was epic. Love. And you know what? The thing with Ramona, and I think the thing that that has tired her out as fans because, you know, they celebrated that was their 200th episode of Real House of of New York. But because she's such a petty biatch to Leah, who she's jealous of because Leah has what Ramona can't buy. Absolutely. Her age of 38. Yes. And Ramona's 63. And there's nothing worse than, a woman that's jealous of another woman about age because it's just such a ridiculous thing to Absolutely. be jealous about. But also her privileged, quote unquote, Karen ways. Oh, it's so bad. Are, have been so on display that it's it's uncomfortable. She doesn't belong. She has outprivileged herself with her nasty ways right off the show, I think. There's nothing interesting about her anymore. Mm -hmm. She doesn't even have... I don't even think she has a company anymore. No, Like, it's the thing that when the more you learn about her, you're like, this... It's somebody who's a social climber and not even, like, hot. It's it's a social climber that us as Minnesotans don't care about. It's all those, you know, New Yorkers elites that we don't... You know, whatever. And then... uh, her business side, it's not like you can focus. And that was the thing about Bethany. that was So she always had something interesting going yes. on. Yeah. Ramona has nothing, nothing interesting. I'm so happy that you want her off. I want her off. I actually think her and even though I like Dorinda, her and Dorinda could both go because I. Dorinda has shown us her ugly side, I know, man. Is I she think, a mean lady and a mean drinker? I think for the sake of Dorinda's health, she needs to get off that show and and figure her stuff out because she i mean she she's not nice she's, she's been no. i'd be i would be like um and i am a i i don't really like but if i saw myself acting like that i'd be mortified oh. no 
Lori, Brittany, yeah. can you remind me of which New York Real Housewives makes people go to her birthday parties and That's give Ramona. money for the gift? That's Ramona. Ramona. It's and my 50 closest friend. Wi- wi- uh, women friends. And I talked to all of them four or five, five times a day. I mean, Andy, when she said that on Watch What Happens Live last week, he rolled his eyes. But the other epic thing that happened, uh, Watch What Happens Live, it was just Luann in the clubhouse. Yes. And he said he had a surprise guest. And I loved having the five housewives and sharing the memories, you know, with past housewives who aren't on. But when he pulled out the pirate, it looked like Johnny Depp that broke up Luann's relationship with uh, Jacques. Yes, the pirate. And he shows up. That was... It was amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing. And you you mentioned that, yes. I think he was being, he held back a good amount. Yeah, he basically asked the pirate to kiss and tell. Um, Did he and Luann do it on the... In the Bahamas. There's no doubt. And you, I mean, he had such a great accent, yeah. but I was like, oh, yeah, they totally oh, did. Oh, they totally, totally did. did. Totally did. And good for you. Yeah, good for you. A gentleman never kisses and tells. So anyway, that's our advice to you, uh, Bravo, about yes, those housewives. Andy, Andy, Andy email us. All right. We will be back. And facts aren't feelings. <laughs> Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.